Hi, and welcome. You're listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. This is episode 007, The Secret to Living Happier, Knowing Your Values. So let's get started. Hi there, I'm Nancy Jane Smith, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. Welcome to this podcast where I share my stories and lessons I've learned and keep learning on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week, and the show notes can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. Now let's get on to the show. So last week, I wrote a blog post about a professional failure. How's that for putting it all out there? To make a long story short, I have a place I call the Live Happier Loft. And a little over a year ago, I opened the space because I wanted to have a place where people, specifically women, could gather and have workshops and small groups. In short, the workshop concept hasn't taken off at all, but my one-to-one practice is booming. So currently, I'm in the process of figuring out ways to tweak the business model to make it work better. Admittedly, the past year has not been an easy one for a variety of reasons. And I've gone through a variety of emotions about it. Believe you me, it has been a freaking roller coaster. That's great, you might be saying to yourself. So what is the live happier lesson in your business debacle? Well, it was a surprising one, and it actually comes down to values. So for years, I've been saying that it all comes down to values. If you saw me in my one-on-one sessions, if you've heard me speak, I talk about values. I love values. I believe that once you know your values, you can live happier. And while I live this on a daily basis, this recent debacle with my business had called on me to live on it in a whole new way and to really reaffirm to me how important values are. Because one of the tenets of marketing your business or any type of self-help coaching guru-esque business is basically never let them see you sweat. So for most of last year, I acted like the Live Happier Loft was doing great. I talked up the workshops, I shared about what great things were happening there. Now for the record, I never lied and pretended like there were people there when they weren't there, but I did talk up what a great book club discussion we had when it was only me and a friend. But it came around time for me to do what I call the Trust Yourself Already classes. And I'd done these before, and they'd gone okay. They're an eight-week series, and um, I was hoping for a big success with the second eight, eight weeks. I had a lot of people say they wanted to join, and I was really excited. And then it was met with a wondrous thud of nothing. So we were entering week three. I still wasn't able to hold a class because no more than one person had signed up. And I was talking about all this with my husband, and he kept asking me, What about this process stressed me out so much? Like, what was the big deal? So I had to cancel a class or so only one person showed up. What was the problem? And I couldn't put my finger on it. Some of it was that I felt like a failure, but most of it was that I felt like a liar. Now, let me go back and say one of my key values is integrity. I place a really high value on integrity. The idea of what you see is what you get and being transparent and authentic All of this, hey, everything is great, even though no one is coming stuff, was slowly eating away at my soul. It had taken a huge chunk out of me, and I'd grown to hate the loft, and I loved the loft, but it was because I wasn't living by my values. I was doing my work and doing what I was told to do by the marketing experts, but to me, that felt false and inauthentic. Not at all what I teach about living happier, and definitely not at all how I want to lead my business. So last week, I wrote a blog where I shared with the public the truth that I wasn't getting a lot of signups, that I was nervous about that, I was really, that the loft wasn't working, blah, blah, blah. 
And so usually when I press send on any blog I write, I'm worried. What will people think? Did I say too much? Was I clear? Did people understand? But this blog, I didn't even think twice. I pressed send and off it went. And I was completely at peace. Back to that living by your value stuff. That's when it hit me. I was living by my values, and so it was so much easier just to press send. Now, don't get me wrong. This living by your values stuff, it isn't easy. It isn't for the faint of heart. It's a full contact sport. It is saying, this is what I prioritize highest in my life, and this is what I want to stand for and be about. And the amazing thing is, my body was telling me that all along. My body was saying, hey, you weren't living by your values. I could feel it in my shoulders when I walked into the loft. I could feel it in my stomach whenever I had to talk about the Trust Yourself Already class or whenever anyone asked me about the classes. I just felt crappy. And I'd felt that before in crappy relationships or bad jobs where I wasn't living by my values. Because when we know our values, we can make decisions about relationships, careers, as well as everyday interactions. When we can name the top five things we value, we know what fits and what doesn't fit into our lives. The struggle with values is being able to name your authentic values. And believe you me, it took me a long time. Integrity has not been on my list. And it wasn't until recently that I really admitted that that was one of my key top values. So basically, there are four blocks I think we have when it comes to identifying or living by our authentic values. And the four blocks are old values, other people's values, challenging authentic values versus aspirational values, and conflicting values. So the first one I want to talk about is old values. And old values means they're not pertinent to us anymore. We might have valued them when we were younger, but they don't stand out now at the age we're at now there we don't value them so we might have valued them when we had before we had kids we might have valued them before we were married we might have valued them before our parents got sick but as we've gotten older our values have changed so it's important to double check with our values as we grow older another one is other people's values this one is huge. We learn values from clergy friends families teachers all as we grow up and so it's There's a lot of pressure for us to value certain things, to value the things our parents value or to value what society values or to value what friends value. This was the glitch I kept running into with the integrity value because I didn't want to own that value because when by owning integrity, I had to stand up to all the marketing gurus and what they were telling me I needed to do for my business. And so that was hard to stand up and recognize this is my value and it doesn't matter what I should do because the power of that should is amazing. The other things that get in our way is um, authentic values versus aspirational values. So these are the values that we want to have, that we aspire to. So it's okay to have these values, but we want to make sure that we recognize that they're aspirational. So I would argue that the integrity value is an aspirational value in the sense that I'm truly not authentic and 100% transparent all the time. But it's something that I really aspire toward. It's something that I want. You know, Brene Brown calls this minding the gap, the space between our aspirations and our actual practice. And we need to make sure that we're being clear that um, if it's an aspirational value, that we're working towards it every day. And then the last one that I talk about is conflicting values. So conflicting values means you value two or three completely opposite things. So you value your independence and you value being family oriented. And so how are you going to manage both of those? (laughs) 
And sometimes that involves a lot of creativity and brainstorming and being honest that those are two things that are really important to you. And so if you do value family and you do value independence, you need to make sure you're taking time for both. So hands down, the biggest thing about values is really being honest and looking at yourself and saying, this is what's most important to me. And then reframing your life so that it matches the things that are most important to you. So if you say you value independence and you value family, but you push aside your independence because it's not something you should value because you should just value family, it's going to be trouble because then you're going to be bitter and upset and your body will tell you that you're not taking time to, to feed that independence value. So it's important that we take everything into connection. So it's important we take everything into consideration. You know, I really would wonder what it would be like in this world if we made decisions from our hearts and not our heads. And we looked at our values to see what our priorities were. And I know some people would be like, oh my God, that would be mass chaos. But I wonder if it would be responsible, heart-centered living, because all of us would be supporting each other in being honest and authentic. It would really be fun to find that out. So now it's time for the segment of the show that I call the weekly ritual challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's sounds easy, but I struggle with it almost every day. And it is to drink a glass of water first thing when you wake up. Sounds easy enough, but too often we reach for coffee or tea or even pop rather than good old-fashioned water. I know I am guilty of it. I just think, let me have that first cup of coffee and then I'll do my water. But you could still have your coffee, but do the water first. Slowly take 30 seconds to drink a glass of water and just think about the day ahead. And I promise it'll make a huge difference in your life. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. Questions, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com or tweet me at nancyjane. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.